0: This is Continua. We're guided by music and grounded in science. Journey with us as we explore the intersection of music and health. We're diving into discussions with professionals and
1: creatives. We're sharing information and giving you conversations to motivate you along your health journey. I'm Chloe Livray.
0: I'm Aliyah Abdullah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Continua, Continua podcast. Oh, you're starting off with some music already. So this is one of Chloe's favorites. It's my jam. It is. You had two favorites from the playlist, right?
1: Yes, Pressure was one of them, and Mystery Girl. Which one? This one. <laughs> is this Mystery Girl or Mystery Lady? Mystery Lady <laughs> by Missy. It's. it's- <clears throat> well, we'll get to it. <laughs>
0: I love, I love this one. And then mine was, I'm um, trying to think. Yeah, actually, where is that chorus part? It's coming. So you can, you can cue, the, cue it back up Hold on. I love Maseko. Hey. We went through quite a range. There were so many different songs. Shout out to Demi at just Demi. He's incredibly gifted and appealed to so many generations. We had so many generations on this past live stream. It was Many
1: generations, many states. Yes. We even had a couple countries. (laughs) Yeah, we did.
0: So world, it was a global live stream.
1: It was global. It was. That was awesome.
0: Thank you to everyone that supported us.
1: Alrighty. (laughs) So we have A very special friend of mine, Manny Hernandez. Mm -hmm. We are ex-coworkers. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, And Manny is a coach, personal trainer, and owns his own gym. So he's going to talk to us a little bit more about that. And just has a really awesome story. So I really just wanted to bring him in and you know give the people what they want <laughs>
2: <laughs> how are you guys doing
1: <laughs> great Yay. i'm excited to be here
2: actually this is my first podcast i was supposed to be in one beginning of quarantine and it got shut down oh, so snap. I'm pretty excited for this
1: we Yay. popped your podcast cherry <laughs> exactly that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> I thought you were gonna say bubble. I know. I was. I like, was about to say bubble, and then cherry came out. <laughs> I was like bubble. Oh, cherry. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Flavor of the week.
1: <laughs> was that inappropriate?
0: Sorry.
2: <laughs> it's out there now.
0: <laughs> He's wearing red today. Yeah, he is wearing red. There mm. we go. So yes, we're so glad to have you, Manny. I appreciate it.
1: Let's just let's dive in here. Let's do it. Yes. So. Tell us how you got into training in the first place.
2: I like to say first that um, I got my AA in criminal justice. Mm. I actually was about to become a cop. I had the full, everything you can think of. I was learning the penal codes. I was doing the ride-alongs, you know. Mm -hmm. I went on the DUI (laughs) traffic stops. And um, one thing that kind of triggered me was that I happened to be in the car when This guy was getting beer for his quinceañera, and he didn't have a, you know, ID. So this guy is obviously gonna get deported, you know. Mm. Wow. And I think I wanted to do this to help people, but the longer I was in it, I realized that the writing the tickets, you know, the arresting the people, um, that was not my cup of tea, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I did work out, and Mm -hmm. I love fitness. And then I went back to school, right? And then when you learn about biomechanics. All the functional patterns, all the certifications you can get. I mean, it was very exciting to me. You know, it was mm-hmm. a it was, became it became a passion for sure. And I did that. I stopped. Luckily, I only got my AA instead of getting a full on you know four year degree. Right. right. And yeah, I went back to school uh, for it. Then I got my AA for that. And then you know I did all the certs about mechanics and you name it. You know, and there's so many certs in this field. That makes you Cer- really certification. Certification, excuse me. Those <laughs> Um, <great. laughs> There's kinesiology, so you can start learning about anatomy, right? And then you can start taking routes. Whether you want to be a physical therapist, mm. you can become a movement specialist. Okay. You know, then there's massage therapists, and then they end up kind of like working with each other, working interdependently. You know. Okay. And then you kind of can choose what route you want to go to, what athletes or people you want to work with, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of layers in fitness and health. So, yeah. It's you got to be in in it, you know. You got to be passionate about it and
0: mm-hmm.
2: it ends up showing with your clientele right. and you know, your reputation.
0: <laughs> yeah, so would you say um going going the direction of criminal justice and the training that you had to do, obviously I'm assuming that there was like physical training and um like strength um is, is it similar to kind of like when you're – you know how when people are becoming firefighters, they have to – Exactly. Yeah, they have to go through like a uh, – what is it? Like physical tests. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you also have to do that going the route for criminal crim, – wow. Criminal justice and that kind of sparked your interest to go in the direction of health, fitness? Correct. I didn't okay. make it to that. Okay. But
2: they were recommending that as soon as you started, mm, you know. Okay. You can't be a skinny weenie tackling somebody because they're investing. Skinny weenie. That's funny because
1: you normally hear like you know the donut police officers. You don't (laughs) really hear about the skinny Skinny weenies. Hmm. (laughs) Skinny weenie. I'm adding that one to my vocab.
2: I love it. Um, (laughs) Obviously, health will matter. You know, your endurance will matter. You know how sharp you are on the field. Uh So they start recommending that from the beginning. But I didn't make it to that yet. First, it was the school aspect.
0: Okay. And where did you first start? So after you got the certifications, where was the first gym that you started working at? Mm,
2: I actually was at 24 Okay, for only four months.
0: 24-hour fitness. Correct. 24-hour
2: okay. fitness. And I hated it. Okay. I Why? hated it. Um, It's funny. I had just started, but I had the best professors. For, and they taught me a lot for me to know that... Um, Not that I was better than this. It's just I didn't like their business model and the way they trained and their limited resources and just personal trainer experience I would see people starting clients late so the session would be over with you know Mm -hmm. and I believe it was 50 minutes instead of an hour session so it really felt like a quick they're trying to get a quick buck
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I'm not saying they're all like that I could be wrong but
1: the the specific location where you were correct okay
2: and I applied for Equinox and luckily, that happened pretty fast. The crazy thing about Equinox, the interview process—well, uh, before it was four interviews right. for a good yes. amount of trainers. I had four
0: interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys worked at Equinox
1: together. Yes, correct. Okay.
2: Yes, correct. And those four <laughs> interviews were pretty, pretty intense. Because the first one was like they were getting to know you, mm-hmm. and you had to write a program, and they gave you specific situation how would you program for this person then you trained another trainer and then they really got to know you so they're just peeling and peeling a layer and then when you get hired you're like oh well, I did it <laughs> you know Literally. you feel like you really did it oh it's so
1: true it's so true
2: and then you hear that there's only two interviews and then it's like why how how come we went through that <laughs> you know
1: but yeah yeah those four interviews were were extreme <laughs> You had well, to be I on your A game. Speaks
0: volumes to you too, right? Uh, well,
2: thank you. Yeah, I hope <laughs> so. <laughs> I think
1: uh, I got hired just a couple months before you did.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I believe I was at Equinox for four and a half years. Okay. And it had, it served its purpose, you know? Uh, it introduces you to a lot of education, maybe something you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. And it's like right in front of your your, your face, your emails, they suggest, who the leaders are in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. They suggest online courses, events you can go to. And then you start realizing who kind of like shapes the fitness industry, mm-hmm. you know? Very true. And then you get to decide, what do you want to take? And it's at a discounted rate or a payment plan. So mm-hmm. it's so convenient.
0: And then you get to... Just
1: take it out of your paycheck. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do we make it more accessible, but at the same time maintain the quality and the authenticity of the practice because it's like like you said it's like you have planet fitness for everyone you have 24-hour fitness and you have LA fitness and those are the like the masses most people go towards that because they can afford 24 dollars a month or 35 dollars a month and obviously you're getting a different experience do you think there is an opportunity to um share some of those gems you know what i mean from from the high-end gyms and from the locations that have the resources with the areas in the communities that can't necessarily afford it?
2: Well, I can tell you at least uh, a little business model I have for my gym. Yeah. So Tell us. you know, when you get the trainer, you're getting the full package. So you're paying for the one-on-one. That means you get to be in front. That Mm -hmm. means you get to be coached. That means you get to be cued you're walked around, you're sharing that person's time, you can't afford that. Well, if the gym hires a certain amount of trainers and they perform the classes and you write the programs for those classes, it can be distributed with a little more intention, you know? And then you can have your online programs to fit whatever need. But it's like, then you can decide what trainer's writing the program, you know? So there's a little bit more of a choice.
0: Okay. Tell our listeners the name of your gym. The gym is called Apollo,
2: like the Apollo. Greek god. Okay. So um, it's funny because a lot of people were telling me, you know, Manny, a business in the pandemic. Are you sure? Like it's, you know, they were trying to discourage me, or felt like I was getting discouraged, and I was trying to let them know it's not always so black and white, you know. And you know, I was like, what's the most? What's the most I can do? You know, like I just go shopping around. I wouldn't overextend myself, you know. So I went shopping around in Pasadena and Eagle Rock. And luckily, I was able to find this old little Pilates studio that looked like a cute little house. And it worked out. And they actually needed a tenant really soon. And from the application, the background check, you know, the emails back and forth, and then the contract was all in eight business days. So some of it is just timing, you know. And timing was worked with me right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, a an eight day turnaround is pretty yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to build a whole gym. So, how long, um, how long have you been there? What's your clientele like? What's your style of training? Yeah.
2: Well, my style of training, you know, it started with bodybuilding, and I think it was very accessible and very easy to see what other trainers were doing at twenty four.
1: So, what what is bodybuilding for for those of?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's,
1: it's pretty self explanatory, but. Give us your definition of bodybuilding. You're building
2: your body. Um, It's a little (laughs) bit more of aesthetics. You care about how the body, you know, how your body's trying to grow and how you're trying to get it to perform. And you kind of do isolate specific muscle groups, maybe to, you know, get to add size or for circumference size, or maybe you're trying to perform in a bikini competition, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, They're pretty repetitive workouts. Sometimes they're pretty boring. Okay. It's just a lot of reps, mm. a lot of squeezing, a lot of isolating. A lot of squeezing. A lot of controlled tempo workouts. It can get pretty repetitive. But if you care about that outcome specifically, it's the workout for you. But then, you know, we just talked about equinox. There's, um, there's a, lot of, a lot of things that go into strength, you know, into athletes. Obviously, if someone cares more about movement and then they, they got injuries.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's not going to work for them, you know.
1: It takes so much dedication. Like yeah. bodybuilding takes so much dedication. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, Sometimes
2: they're really long workouts. Sometimes it's right. tedious, little. It could be an hour and a half to two hours. And Ooh. some people might think it's unnecessary, but for that specific goal, you, you need to, you know?
0: Jeez. Sometimes you'll
2: hit a muscle group two to three times a week and it hasn't, it's still sore from the last one and you're supposed to <laughs> put it under stress again. The thing is, too, my clients, I like to, depending on their goals, you can, it's very easy to navigate their workouts, you know, that's okay. where you start suggesting. And sometimes you can get, they can still get that outcome with the performance workouts, you know, mm-hmm. and you start sneaking in stuff. So it, for me, it's a better, it's like, it's a, it's, a, I prefer a full experience because mm-hmm. there's so much routes that we can take and there's so much I want to give you. And if I'm going to charge 140, I feel like it's my job to start recommending other things that are going to serve you. In the long run. Mm-hmm. So, today we might spend more time on mobility, on movement. And I teach you how to be your own masseuse or physical therapist and give you these tips and tricks that will serve you, like I said, in the long run.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, me knowing Manny, I know that he loves a, 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 and a, and a piece of equipment, I'll call it. <laughs> he loves a piece of equipment called the kettlebell.
2: Oh, um, The ke- kettlebell
1: is his love.
2: Kettlebell king, you know.
1: Yes. <laughs> so talk to us about that. Like, how did you get into kettlebells? Why do you love them so much?
2: Um, I love how you can just use one tool and pretty much get the outcome you want when it comes to results and aesthetics, strength, and movement. You know, it i don't know it just became a passion of mine you know you have the opportunity to take like viper animal flow but i fell in love with a kettlebell you know how long the tool has been used for you know Mm -hmm. how it used to be used for you know for construction and weighing things and then it became this functional tool Mm -hmm. that we use for exercise all the time you know and the way there's competitions the way we have the regular kettlebells we have russian kettlebells and there's techniques to it and you can't just traditionally traditionally usually lift them like a, a dumbbell. I taught classes with kettlebells. That's how passionate I am with them. And then we even got to do one at Muscle Farm before the pandemic. I mean, uh, before the shutdown. And, you know, I'm going to continue doing it, you know, with the classes and everything. It's it's a tool I think everyone needs to incorporate mm-hmm. at some point into their program. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You've talked about a ton of certifications that you've taken. Mm-hmm. Um, What does, and you have two AAs at this point, (laughs) so what does education, like how important is education to you?
2: I think education has been the door that has gotten me to, you know, my answers that I truly want in my career, you know? Um, With criminal justice, it started as a, I I thought I wanted that career because I wanted to help people, but it just started the conversation, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't the career I wanted to take, but it started the conversation of what I wanted. And then it led me to fitness, and then I found my passion. So when I found my passion, I was able to dig deep and start peeling more and more layers, you know? And mm-hmm. I realized I liked every aspect of this passion. And then with all these resources, I'm able to help my clients even more. And it just builds on this career. I'm pretty proud to say that like 80, 80% of my clients become like, I call we call them lifers, you know? me specifically, they have followed me from, you know, the Equinox to my other spot to now my own gym. Mm-hmm. And whether, wherever I go, they're going to go, even if it's a park, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really cool because I don't have a specific clientele, but they're all pretty established. And they all just, we build a relationship and now they're invested in Manning. I mean, you know, opening up a gym is a big, big decision. You know, right. It affects your credit score and a bunch of things, and it does require proper savings, but you can't run the business if you don't have a business, and my Mm -hmm. business follows me. (laughs) So I have, you know, you have like this safety cushion that you can do this, but obviously my goal is to do more with this, you know, and then I get to share with people like you guys, you know, and it builds builds on that. Yeah. It's really important to me to at least take care of the community, you know.
1: Where do you think
0: the industry is going when we're talking about the commercial gym business model right because it's like it's if we think about it it's you had 24-hour fitness you had la fitness you had blink planet fitness and then now like equinox where do you think the direction of the health vitality fitness industry is going now especially with covid
2: I think we will go back to that. You know, people will want that eventually, but it's not anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I think it could be a couple of years and this is the opportunity for private studios to thrive, you know, class gyms thrive. You know, you got your orange theory because these gyms have the opportunity to work around when the commercial gym is paying for these big, you know, they got rent to pay right. and they got these venues because their goal is to have you be inside. To find all these new venues, and take everything outside, it's just a lot of work for them. And they invested in these, you know, buildings. And right. I guess it's how easy can you work around the situation,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know? Pivot. So I know I could do that, you know? Right. If I had 20 locations, I don't know. I would have to figure mm-hmm. it out. It depends on the case-by-case situation, you know? But when you know the commercial gyms, business model, 24-hour, Equinox, are all going through the same thing.
1: How has your journey influenced the way that you want to influence other people and leave your mark on the world?
2: I think first impressions are important. And I think you got to be mindful not to take a lot of experiences for granted. So for the most part, if you show up and show your true character and try to be helpful and a good person, I think for the most part, people will remember who you truly were. Obviously, you can have a bad day. But, you know, you show up and give the best attitude. Like I said, for the most part, I'm human. I make mistakes too. But I think for the most part, people will know who Manny was and he cared mm-hmm. and I have the best feedback. And when I just pro- posted about the gym, like even if you haven't talked to someone for a while, it just reminds you that they're all still there and they're all supportive and they're hoping the best for me. And the gym was something like, tangible to see that to remind you of that you know (laughs) i think that was pretty organic
0: yeah it's a tangible thing for sure so we have a question that we ask
1: but before we do (laughs) how can we keep up with you manny
2: how can you keep up with me um if you guys can follow me on instagram it's coach manny h at g at, oh actually that's my gmail but you know what you can email me too it's coach h at gmail.com and the instagram is coach manny h as well but what's really important is that you know i hope you guys can follow apollo because um if you help me i mean if you help the gym you help out the trainers you help out the members you help out the community and it's just a positive snowball
0: effect so manny how do we two n's one m Two N's. N Y. Okay. And then Apollo, the Apollo handle is? Apollo Gym.
2: Okay. Luckily, no underscore, no okay. exclamation mark.
0: A-P-O-L-L-O-G-Y-M. Correct. Okay.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
0: A question that we ask in closing every time is, what does journey mean to you? Your own words, your own definition.
2: Journey is the life experience you
0: write for yourself.
1: (laughs) The life experience that you write for yourself. That's a new one. Love it.
0: Yeah. That's a new one. Plain and simple. I just came up with
2: that copyright.
1: (laughs) 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 Beautiful. (laughs) All right. I appreciate you guys. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you.
0: We do appreciate you.
1: All right, all. Peace out. Talk to you later.
0: Now, Thanks for listening to this episode of the Continua podcast.
1: If you'd like to learn more about our Continua experience or have any questions based on the topic of this episode, DM us on Instagram at the Continua.